Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. Hickory Dickory Doc. This little piggy went to market. <laughs> are, are we doing sound tests? <laughs> it is Free Talk Live. I'm just, I'm, I, somebody, last week. I don't somebody, think that's what they meant when they said vamp. <laughs> last week, somebody said, we broke the captain. <laughs> <laughs> because I was having a, a difficult time. I, I may have stuttered a time or two. That kind of thing. So I just wanted to get like sibilance, sibilance, <laughs> test one, two. The human torch was denied a bank loan, right? You know, get these <laughs> sort of mic checks out of the way uh, just to prove to myself that uh, I, I am no longer broken or at least less broken than I was last week. <laughs> uh, what's the name of the show? Free Talk Live. What's the phone number? 603-283-6160. Right. And uh, people can call that if they want to join us, because we're, well, a call-in live talk radio program uh, that's on, I don't know, a couple hundred radio stations. We're on the internet as well, so we are worldwide. Oh, yeah. And who knows? Maybe uh, in 10 years, we'll be intergalactic. All around the globe. <laughs> as, uh, was it uh, Kim Jong-il from South Park would say? Right. Uh, my f- wasn't that from uh, oh, what was it called? Oh, uh, it Team, was America. Team America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same creators. That, though. Same creators. America, FCC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming again to save the mother FCC and day. Yeah. yeah, that was still Matt Stone See, and Trey I gotta, Parker. So I gotta figure out the the the, the syllables there because like. The mother FCC and day doesn't quite. It's got more syllables than, yeah. than the word I can't say. The FCC and day, yeah. Oh, Coming yeah. again to save the FCC and day, day yeah. yeah. Oh, that actually flows uh, maybe even better than the original one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, Close then. enough, anyway. Yeah. Well then, uh, in the studio, it is myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass, joining me today, Zephan, and Peakless Mountaineer. Uh, we've been trying to get Zephan on on a. I mean, I can't say a really regular basis, yeah. but like, you well, know. once a month is is regular. Uh, you know, I mean, like we 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 aim for once a month. We seem to accomplish once a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, this is a very uh, saturated quarter, then. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta what do you, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You gotta sandbag a couple. Mm, right? Yeah, you know, that's you true. A couple in so that so that you make your average. Yeah, uh, yeah. Time. We're happy to have Zeph in here as well. Uh, it's always a good time. So I, uh, man, outside of being like, you know, kind of broken, uh, last week with my, yeah, I don't even know what to call it. Um, I, I am, I'm not feeling right yet. You know what I mean? Like today it's just been kind of a bleh day for me. Like, like I'm not, I'm not ill. Well, man. you're in luck. The day's over. <laughs> you're in luck. 
<laughs> is that is that when you pee clearly? It's, it's the golden hour. <laughs> You're in luck. <laughs> uh, a health tip for all of those who might need to know this. Uh, I didn't learn this until I don't know, 15 years ago or something, but uh, you're supposed to drink enough water in a day to where you pee clear, and that's when you've had enough water. Yep. And I didn't know that. I just, you know, I just drank whatever. It didn't matter to me, you know. I, had, I really never paid any attention to the amount of water that I was putting in my body, and then, like, some old... I was working at, like, a call center, and this old black lady, she'd put on her headphones during break and just do, like this neck move kind of a thing. Like she'd be just jamming to her tunes, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, um, turns out she was a, a former, you know, medical worker. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she uh, spent some time in the military as a, as a nurse or whatever, that kind of a thing. And so she had all these little tidbits of like health stuff. And she told me this. And I'm like, I've never heard that before. And like mm-hmm. one of my parental figures was a registered nurse. She's like, well, she wasn't a very good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and- a, good, uh, a good rule of thumb is, uh, take your body weight in pounds. Uh, divide it in two and aim for that many ounces. That's a lot of ounces. That is a lot yeah. of ounces, but that's what you should be aiming for. Well, and water is such an overlooked part of human health. Everybody, when they think about, oh, I want to be healthier, like, oh, it's a new year, I want to have this resolution, the first thought that they go to is, I got to go to the gym, I got to, like, get on a diet, yep. and these things are great, you know? Like, you definitely do want to go to the gym, and you definitely want to have a healthy um, a healthy regimen that you incorporate into your lifestyle. You shouldn't just like do something temporarily and then and then go back to um, eating junk. But the easiest thing you can do is drink more water, and people don't realize that. Yeah, it is a, a very important part uh, and overlooked too. Uh, one of the tips that uh, another tip that not only did I get from the same lady, but also a friend of mine recently who's you know kind of trying to be healthier, trying to be, you know, less of himself, if you will, (laughs) uh, was that, uh, uh, you know, do filter your water if you have city water. Uh, If you have well water, get your water tested, Mm. see what's in it, see what, you know, you might need to filter out. But also... um, (laughs) And if you have city water, good luck. (laughs) Well, Well, also, yeah, try to get the fluoride out of that if you can. Well, so uh, there are gravity filters that will filter fluoride. Uh, I own one. Like Berkey's? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I own one, but you have to buy both of the filters. You have to get the charcoal and the ceramic right. filter mm-hmm. for it. Yep. Uh, and then it will take it up. But you also have to, like, I recommend you testing your, your post-filtered water uh, as well because you might actually need to add some stuff to it. Yeah. Right? Because some of these filters will filter out the good stuff, the minerals that, you know, like spring water would, would come with that, yeah. you know, you're not going to get if you're already on city water. Maybe your house has a filtration system and now you're also going to Berkey that thing. Yeah. Like that's that's triple filtered. Now, maybe you need to do that depending on what kind of contaminants are in your water. But it's almost a given that city water contains contaminants. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, and before I would overwhelm anyone with like, oh, you know, filter your water three times and do all these things. Right, like, yeah. I would, I would recommend that somebody just figures out how much water they drink in a day. Get like a big water bottle. Like, I, I have a big water bottle next to me that's like nineteen hundred uh, milliliters, I think. And like, just drink one of those in milliliters. A day. What the heck are those? Or, <laughs> or, or like what sixty four ounces? How many? Uh, I how guess. many two liters is that? I have no. Well, uh, I guess it's almost 
I guess it's almost two liters. Okay. Right. Um, because milliliters are like I always forget that like the way that Europeans measure things are, is actually a lot simpler than uh, than you might think. If you drink a lot of water, European. <laughs> <laughs> nice mnemonic there. <laughs> But yeah, drink more water and uh, try to figure out how much you're drinking and then try to increase that. And then once you increase that, then like, and and you've been consistently doing it, then figure out like, is this the most optimal water that I can drink? And yeah. like, just build off of that. Like, if you want to just jump right into it, feel free. I'm not trying to discourage anybody, but like, um, a lot of this stuff can be overwhelming. It's why a lot of people aren't libertarian, I think, is because like, it's very overwhelming when you realize the whole world that you knew is run by a bunch of evil people. And completely against you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like almost everything is against you. Yeah. Oh, so you found out everyone is evil and everyone has things stacked against you. Well, I have this beautiful individualist ideology that almost no one else adheres to unless you live in New Hampshire. And so, like, yeah, but at the time that you feel the most alone, let's give you the ideology that... You know, like kind of like emphasizes that a little bit. Um, so the other part about uh, uh, water that I wanted to mention, uh, if I can remember what it was. Uh, oh yeah, it was uh, when you when you're trying to like lose weight, right? You 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 don't want to eat until like your body tells you that it's hungry. Yeah, not your mind, your body. Yeah, right? wait until your stomach goes or something, right? You know, till you're you're like oh. I, I'm actually hungry. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not bored between, hungry. I'm actual hungry. Yeah, the difference between hunger and appetite. Yeah. Right. Don't don't eat just because you've got an appetite. Right. Yeah. So so the thing about the water is is that uh, when you when your body does signal mm-hmm. that it's hungry, uh, the first thing you should do Preload is water is not eat. You should chug, yep. you know, a big old thing of water, whatever that means to you. Yep. For me, it means probably like a sixteen, like a pint of water or yep. something. Uh, for me, and then wait, and then sure enough, man, your body goes like, "Hey, uh, I'm not, I'm not gurgling at you anymore, and, at least for a little while." And then even when you are eating, um, there's this uh, principle that um, that the Okinawans adhere to, which uh, they're the oldest living populations on Earth. They're known as uh, blue zones, um, you know, places where people are really healthy. Okay, and uh, the phrase that they have is "arahachibu." Which is basically eat until you're eighty percent full. Oh, so yeah. so like you know even even when you know you're you're eating just like stop once it's like like you know been enough like you're not going to go hungry but that's interesting because like um uh there's all these uh these heavy metal singers that do this like screaming and yelling thing <laughs> that like doesn't seem sustainable right mm. like most people can yell and scream. For a short period of time before they, well, they kill their voice, right? Mm-hmm. They kill their larynx or they, you know, blow their voice out or they get hoarse or, or whatever it is. But but the, these guys, these heavy metal singers can can do this sustainably. Mm. Um, there's a, a series, a, a educational series called The Zen of Screaming. <laughs> yeah. That will, will teach any aspiring heavy metal yellers and screamers out there will teach you how to do this and how to do it like in key, mm. right? Which is odd, right? But it's interesting because uh, they also invoke the 80% rule. Mm. The idea behind it is uh, you're supposed to figure out you know, what your own scream or yell sounds like, or both, depending on which one you're trying to do. 
uh, and then back off 20%, mm. right? And that's how it's sustainable. Yeah. So, uh, and I can't reproduce that here. I have not taken the course. And also, I'm no good at, like, heavy metal screaming. Um, I could do an occasional, yeah, right, you know, backup vocal type stuff. Uh, but uh, otherwise, I'm I'm a clean singer. I gotta mm. I gotta sing like this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, sort of a country western creed primus amalgam. I wonder if there's a what do they call it? Puking with you? Well, you talk like this because your radio voice can go for a very long time by doing this, and it relaxes yeah. your larynx. Mm. I wonder if there's a scream version of that. Oh, that's a good question. It doesn't surprise me that eighty twenty rule within uh, screaming because you see a lot of these uh, uh, numerical phenomenons can be found in nature, um, like just the two examples that we gave. But yeah. there's also the most popular example of the eighty twenty rule, where it's like twenty percent of the people do eighty percent of the work, uh, and like and and eight like you know twenty percent of your uh, if if you run a business twenty percent of your clients give you eighty percent of your problems you know so mm-hmm. like it's it's found within nature like in in your voice um, or within diet it's also found within each other uh, sociologically so yeah. it's just interesting um, you know going in, going into the significance of numbers is a very what's interesting the, rabbit hole what's the down. other name for the 80-20 rule oh the Pareto principle the, the Pareto, Pareto principle yeah, yeah, if, there's, yeah. if there's two things that I wish would just become common knowledge already it's the Pareto principle and the Dunning-Kruger effect uh, explain the Dunning-Kruger so the Dunning-Kruger effect is the less you know about a thing the less you know about how much you know about that thing uh, oh my so like gosh. if I you experience that so much. yeah no it's it's endemic to humanity it's it's how everything works so mm-hmm. like you you see someone doing a thing and you think you know what they're doing and you don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. so you think oh well that that looks easy it's not you don't know that it's not easy because you don't know that well enough. Mm. So, like, you know, I might think, oh, well, I know enough about this given topic because what I actually know about that topic is so little that I don't know how much there is to know. Right. And this applies to all sorts of things. Like one of the uh, most popular examples is uh, American Idol. Mm. So if you are a bad enough singer, you will not know how bad you are at singing. (laughs) And that's pretty much the draw there for like the opening scenes is like, oh, well, here are all these people who are convinced that they are amazing singers. And wow, they are not. Mm. And the same thing happens in every field where if you are so bad at this thing, you won't know how bad you are at it. Wow. What's the uh, what's the. I don't want to say opposite, but what is the thing where, like, if you see a guy doing something and you're like, oh, I can do that, and then you go ahead and you do that, and you're successful at it. Oh, um, uh, oh, it's a uh, beginner's luck. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Okay. Because, like, uh, so I was uh, I was putting new um, deck cover on my front porch this summer, and I didn't know how to do it. So I watched the YouTube video mm-hmm. and learned how to do it. And then I went and I did it. And I was like, oh, that was easy. And and I did it. So is that just beginner's luck? Yeah, so that's so that one's really more just a matter of like uh no longer being intimidated by the thing. Well, and like the, the video that I watched, like I didn't ha- I didn't put the sound on, I just like looked at it, right? So I'm like, eh, okay. It's like a five minute video, you know, here's how you turn the squares, here's how you you know, plop them into place. You gotta get yourself a I already had a, a rubber mallet and that kind of thing. They were just these snap together uh, deck covering composite 
plastic, if you will, right? Oh, no, you didn't get plastic. You got composite. No, no, you got plastic. They're the same mm-hmm. thing. Uh, it's just a glorified word for plastic. Well, and so by looking into the thing, you overcame the Dunning-Kruger effect. Mm. So uh, if you just, like, saw someone put this up, and you're like, I can do that. Yeah. And then you just went and tried to do that. You almost certainly would have failed. Because you didn't know that you didn't know so much. I think another piece, too, might be that um, people do have things that they are inherently good at. Like, I mean, an, an example for me is that I love languages, and so I would I would take, like, two or three uh, language classes simultaneously, and I, would like, and I would, like, teach other people, like, in the class how to do it, and I would, like, skip, um, like, uh, skip, like, whole semesters of it because it wasn't advanced, but, like... Like, it's it's not like I, like, excel at everything, though. Like, I like you threw me in front of a computer and tell me to code, and I'll have no idea how the hell to do that. Like, right. Yeah. Um, but, but, like, that's, I think that's just the inherent difference between humans is that you have humans that are good at certain things, mm-hmm. and they excel, and so they're incentivized to go into that. Um, and we're all different in that way. Like I can be really good at something that somebody else is bad at, and then I'm able to fulfill that niche, um, you know, and provide that value to people, which is why markets are so important. Like if you're forcing everybody to do one thing, one, you're making it so that they're potentially doing something that they're inferior at than somebody else. And two, you're making it so that you're inhibiting them from doing something that they could be great at. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the quote. I think it's uh, uh, is it Thomas Sowell. Uh, equality is a sham, right? When mm. you hear politic- politicians talking about, we have to have equality. Well, because like, the same man isn't equal to himself on different days. Exactly. Right? Much less equal to another man, right? Because mm. of what you described. Right. Uh, everybody has their own individual talents and abilities that they excel at. And so, like... I might be good at picking six strings on a guitar, right? But uh, somebody else might be uh, good at, you know, swinging a hammer at some nails and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. But, like, you know, we're not automatically equally good as each other at Mm -hmm. those those things, right? right? Like... Well, there is one exception to this rule, and it will tell you exactly where every ideology of equality leads you. Death. When you are dead, you are just as good at playing guitar as I am. You are just as good as you were yesterday. We are all equally dead. And that's the only way to have equality. If you listeners out there want to pretend that I'm dead, go visit CaptainKickass.com and buy some merch and some EPs and some T-shirts or whatever. Because, uh, you know, apparently that's that's what it takes to to sell is to be dead. (laughs) Yeah, almost no one ever gets rich during their own lifetime. Yeah, wasn't who was the really famous one that that was the case? Was it Van Gogh or Picasso? Oh, Picasso. Oh, Oh, I love this one. This one's great. So Picasso manages to get uh, fabulously famous during his own lifetime. So what he ends up doing, he goes around and... You know, just has all of his followers at at these restaurants and orders everything on the menu. (laughs) And then when the bill comes, he, he... Whips out his checkbook, you know, signs the, the, the right number for it, mm. and then flips it over and draws a picture, wow. which he then signs. <laughs> wow. So the check never gets cashed. Right. Because a signed original Picasso is going to be worth more than a meal. 
<laughs> so he just does this over and over and over again. Oh, my gosh. And this is actually how the American monetary system works. I don't think that I could I could do that. Like, I can't go to a restaurant and then, like, you know, I don't know, first of all, like, have my guitar on me. Like, that's not going to happen. Uh, or, or like, you know, I, I can't, like, I don't think I could pay my bill through the majesty of song. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, you'd have to get someone to buy your dinner for you, uh, and then you'd be singing for yourself. Well, what you could do is, if you became a really famous singer, what you could do is you could like get out your CD, sign it, and then give it to them, and then like CD or whatever. Like, a, aren't you I'm, younger than well, like? Well, okay. Well, you know what's <laughs> funny is that here? is that records are kind of making a comeback. Vinyl, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and so like you could sign a vinyl, and that might actually be worth uh, more than a CD at this point because humans are weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, you had something to say? Oh yeah. So this is actually how the American uh, monetary system works. So instead of all of these countries that have bought American debt mm-hmm. actually cashing that debt in, they just collect it and collect it and use it as sort of a backing so that, you know, when they print their own into oblivion, they've got a less degraded form of money to back up their banking systems. Huh. But if if it ever reaches them that, you know, we're pretty sure that you're going to do to us what you did to Russia and just not let us cash this in, then all of a sudden those checks start getting cashed and there is no balance there for them. And that results in the collapse of the global monetary system. And we're seeing the canary in the coal mine right now um, in that Japan has sort of become an American proxy. Mm -hmm. um, And look at their economy. Total depression. I mean, and and meanwhile, Bitcoin is hitting an all-time high in yen. And Mm -hmm. that's not even all-time high in the past two years. It is a... All-time high. Bitcoin has never been worth more in yen than ever before. Really? Yes. Because, like, the dollar value isn't all-time no, high. No, the dollar value is not an all-time high, but the yen value is. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Need because to... they printed so many yen. Yeah. yeah. And, and like I said, Japan is the canary in the coal mine because it's a satellite state of the U.S. Like, it we're going yeah. to see more of these satellite states falling, and as it gets closer and closer to America, like... The the um the signals are going to become more and more obvious. Mm-hmm. What- and and one of the big things is uh, because of their collapsing yen, they've had to stop buying U.S. Treasuries yep. and in fact started selling them to prop those up. Mm-hmm. Which means that the uh, monetary policy of the U.S. has had to shift so that everyone puts all their money in money market accounts instead of just having them in the bank, which is what's causing these banking collapses in the first place. Mm-hmm. What uh, what kind of effect will that have on? Um- Oh, what's his name? Javier Malay, right? Uh, and because he is well, said, so it's still a move we're, up. We're we're gonna move to the dollar. It's still a move up from where he's at, yeah. and it will still stabilize things comparatively because this is still the prettiest horse in the glue factory. And he's friendly to Bitcoin. Yeah. All right, six zero three two eight three six one six zero is the phone number if you'd like to join the conversation tonight. We've got more free talk live coming up, including. Why would a sports league spy on your social media posts? Three talk live. Don't go anywhere. 
Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA News Update. Ukraine has given Russia a win. Troops have withdrawn from the frontline city of Adivka to avoid being surrounded. The battle for that industrial hub has been one of the bloodiest of the two-year war. Meanwhile, Russia trying to develop a nuclear space weapon that would destroy satellites in orbit around the Earth with a massive energy pulse. The technology is being called a nuclear EMP, basically a pulse of electromagnetic energy in highly charged particles that would disrupt satellites that control cell phones, TV, the Internet, just about everything. Former President Donald Trump was very clear about how he feels about the order to pay over $350 million in his New York civil fraud trial, calling it a witch hunt. Corey Myers, USA News. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veterans nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. 
we still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in and listening to tonight's episode of Free Talk Live. Oh, yeah. Is that what we're doing? We're having an episode? Sounds like we're, we're, we're having a bad time. We're having an episode. <laughs> Are you guys having an episode? I mean, I guess definitionarily, yes. I'm making an episode. Mm. Yeah, you are. Uh, Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. With fees of less than a penny per transaction, Dash is made for spending. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash. You can learn more at dash.org. That's dash.org. And I think I say this every time I do a, a Dash read, but using Dash for gift cards mm. is so fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fast. I love Dash. Um, I mean, and just in terms of what you should like, and this isn't um, financial advice, but what just has a better saving ability, it's Bitcoin all the way. Um, but in terms of like ease of use and like actual use, like day to day, I think that Dash um, wins Yeah, probably hands down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never had the ability to like, oh, here's this special way of spending Bitcoin cash for, you know, gift cards at all these places that I'm going to. Right. Let alone turning it into like a, a, a what is it, MasterCard or Visa, one of the... Right, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which makes it so that you could basically literally spend it everywhere. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, I do want to get into some of our show prep, but we are a live call-in radio program. We got some calls on hold, so ah, let's cool. go to... Uh, uh, I'm told, so I haven't verified this, but I'm told this is the real McCoy. Sure is. <laughs> What's on your mind, man? So, um, I have information that you guys might find interesting, so will Bonnie. Okay. Maybe, potentially. Um, so, there's two names. Matthew Cox is the first. Is that second a name? C-O-X for the last? Yes, okay, C-O-X. Just, yeah, okay. And Frank... Amadeo, Amadeo, I don't know how it's pronounced, but um, those are the two important names to know why. So, Matthew Cox is a legit person that um, went to federal prison for fraud, forgery, pretty much anything you can think of in that type of stuff. Um, Dealt with mortgages, dealt with all this stuff, um, was just constantly committing all these things um and that mm-hmm. oh, for lack of better words yeah sorry i'm trying to get my thoughts together here so but anyways point being, breath, he spent 13 years in federal prison okay so he was originally sentenced for 26 years wow so yeah. and the reason i found out about all this is i've listened to uh, lex freeman's podcast on uh 
the interview he he did with Matthew Cox. It's mm-hmm. a six hour long podcast, so if you have time, you might want to set aside time for that. But you could also go to his YouTube channel. He has a YouTube channel just called Matthew Cox, uh, true crime stuff, because obviously he knows a lot about criminals, and he talked to a bunch of criminals in federal prison, their stories, why they were there, this, that, the other thing. How does us going and, you know, uh, hearing him, you know, assist with... with right. With so, his lawyer, lawyer is Frank Amadeo. Mm-hmm. But you have to listen to that story because you're not going to believe it when you hear it. <laughs> okay. Can you give us like a, because, you know, uh, a primer? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Because apparently... Frank Amadeo was the one that got him out earlier than expected. Cool. Because he was also in federal prison with him. Oh. Yes. Interesting. So, my point being for this call is that maybe you guys might want to look into this, try to get contacts with him. Uh, Maybe you could apply whatever Matthew Cox did with... Ian Freeman. Yeah, that's uh, that's okay. uh, that's an excellent idea. I will forward this information to our crack team of producers, not our team of crack producers, <laughs> just so that we're clear. can get free time or uh, less time in federal prison. Yeah, I know that um, the countdown is on at least for uh, for Aria to get out. Um, she. Uh, I talked to her via email uh, a couple of days ago, I guess, and she there's like you know her estimation was that it's entirely possible uh, because I told her about the Bitcoin happening coming up and that it might happen, you know, uh, around April twentieth or so, and uh, and she was the like, miners are going to make sure that happens. I'm only I honestly yeah. expect so. <laughs> yeah. So like she's like you know it's entirely possible that I will get out around that same time. She's like, at the latest, it'll be, like, late May, but it could be as early as, I think she said, like, 64 days or something from a couple of days ago. I don't, yeah, I didn't do the math, so, like, you know, uh, but, like, wouldn't that just be weird? It would be beautiful if the first thing Arya could do when Arya gets out is participate in crypto again when this beautiful... Um, occurrence is happening within the technology. And I that, think that that would be amazing. And then her release date and the date of the happening could coincide. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 That would be a beautiful synchronicity. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there are no coincidences, though. Is it synchronicity or serendipity? Well, they are. There is a huge overlap between those two. Mm-hmm. So synchronicity. Synchronicity. Uh, yes. It's the portmanteau of the day. It is synchronicity. Well I like earned. It. Yeah. 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 Well done, Real McCoy. Good job. <laughs> yeah. No problem. That's all. Oh, uh, last thing. Yep. Frank Amadeo is also apparently uh, diagnosed with uh, some form of schizophrenia. So that's another primer for you. All right. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much for the call and the information. Uh, we will look into it no and problem. hopefully we can apply that stuff. Uh, to Mr. Freeman uh, and uh, see what happens, man. Yeah, for uh, for any new listeners, um, we might want to let them know that yeah, the reason this is pertinent to us is we have a, uh, a, a founding host yeah. that is uh, currently spending time in the spiritual retreat mm-hmm. uh, against his will for allowing people to spend their own money. Yeah, the, the guy who put together, well, this studio, all the equipment in it, the show, 
uh, you know, worked hard at making it uh, be a thing. Uh, it's his life's effort, really. Uh, you know, some people are born to, you know, I don't know, be a roofer, right? Or a guitar player or whatever. Like, Ian Freeman was born to do this show and spent his entire life building it into uh, something that uh, gets gets rated consistently in the top 25 by Talkers Magazine, which is the, you know, it's, uh, the, the heavy hundred, right? Uh, number 25, uh, the last time they rated. So, like, I mean, that's... That's an accomplishment. That doesn't. That takes effort. That takes time. That takes perseverance, uh, and that kind of a thing. And so, to have somebody that's such a champion of free speech uh, get raided by the FDI, FBI multiple times, uh, get thrown into prison for the dastardly crime of selling Bitcoin to willing customers. And let's let's not make their case too easy. It's not even just that he was selling um, Bitcoin. It was that he was fighting a spiritual battle against the evil people of the world by mm-hmm. using a system that will undermine everything that they do. That's what this is. Like, make no mistake. They wanted to make sure that this was downplayed in the trial, yeah. but this was a religious act. Yes. Full stop. And they didn't address it because, you know, they know the, pr- the trouble that they would get in if they yeah. addressed it. But... Make no mistake, that's what this was about. It it was a matter of good and evil, and they fell on the evil side because that's what they are. Yep. And and the system that they support is evil, and crypto seeks to undermine all of it, and all Ian was doing was making it easier for people to get into it. Yeah, uh, and I hope that there are more people on planet Earth that continue that sort of activity. Um, it's incredibly holy, to be sure. Yeah, it, it certainly is. Uh, it's been described to me as, uh, you know, uh, the United States dollar is, you know, the government, you know, the murder buck, if you will, right? You know, state-based currency, you know, is uh, that of the state, that of governments, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, fiat currency, uh, if you will, uh, any sort of like the euro and whatever came before that, uh, the pound and the yep. franc and, you know, whatever, all that kind of stuff. Uh, those are money of the state. And then you had like, uh, do you remember when Facebook was trying to do like a, their own currency? Oh yeah. Like, I think it was actually a blockchain type. It was trying deal, to be it? a thing, but yeah. like, but so you had money of the state and then you had like money of the corporation. Mm, yeah. Right. So, whereas uh, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin specifically is money of the people. Yep. Uh, because, Literally not owned by anybody. Right. But simultaneously can be owned by anybody. Yes. Yes. And so, uh, to me, just that alone makes it worth something. Uh, you know, people are like, oh, but it's not backed by anything. Yes, it is. It's backed by mathematics. Mm-hmm. It solves the... Double spend problem. The yes. general... The uh, uh, Byzantine, Byzantine general's yeah, problem. Byzantine yeah. Gen- yeah. 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 How do you trust someone you do not trust? And this has been a an unsolvable philosophical problem... Until it was solved. And it turns out the solution required getting close enough. Well, and anyone that says that there's no value behind being the biggest and strongest and most secure network on Earth, uh, I want to smoke whatever they're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we have another caller. I believe this is Crichton calling. Crichton, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. Um, yeah. I get when they, the most recent conversation. I get the uh, the remembrance of from 
Sunday school that Jesus quoted as saying is that be warm or be cold, for if you're lukewarm, I will spit you out. And most of people are lukewarm. And you guys, mm-hmm. without a doubt, including Ian, are not lukewarm. Um, and that kind of activity attracts the attention of Emily. Yeah. Sorry. My speech impediment is stepping on me. Oh, that's right. Go it's ahead. okay. You're um, spot on. But the reason I called in is because you were talking about the Dunning-Kruger effect earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, I was waiting for you guys to, to get to where I was, I was thinking, but you never got there. And I wanted to see if you guys agree with me. Because I honestly believe that the iron law of bureaucracy is a second-order effect of the Dunning-Kruger effect. Um, and let me explain what I mean by that. Okay. Uh, Dunning-Kruger effect being more accurately described as the the confidence of someone who is not an expert compared to the more general uh, insecurity of someone who is an expert. Um, and you see that a lot in news programs where they have two people that are debating it, and you have some sophomore, literally where we get the, the word from, a wise fool, someone who knows enough to be dangerous, uh, confidently debating a true expert and uh, the the audience believes that the that the sophomore is 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 the better expert because of the confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that the iron law of bureaucracy is a second order effect. The iron law of bureaucracy being that any bureaucracy, any organization that has existed for more than a generation will be taken over, but not by the people who believe in the mission of the organization but by the people who, who uh, benefit and believe in the organization itself. And they will ultimately take over the organization and then control the hiring of the organization. And then the organization will become to the benefit of those, those second people. Yeah, that the, the people said, who, who abandon the original purpose of the organization uh, in favor of the continued existence of the organization. Mm. So like, okay, yeah. well, we have defeated this problem. Should we then disband? No. We must seek more enemies of this problem. Is that like what happened when Google decided to take down their don't be evil motto? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But the best example that I can think of in the modern world uh, for the uh, Iron Law of Bureaucracy mm-hmm. and third-wave feminism. Like, everyone agrees with the original idea of feminism, of equality between the sexes. Because there's no, agree- no disagreement that, historically speaking, the Western world did not have equality between the sexes before ni- 1900. Yeah, equality uh, in terms of rights, yeah. And voting rights, etc., working rights, all of the above. These were true, true statements. Voting rights were an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah, well, if voting worked, it would be illegal. Um, they, they are a popular hallucination. Though. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Sorry. Go ahead, Craig. But, but over the generations, where the where the new people come in, and they truly, they start off believing it, but they they're not experts. They're they're young women, mostly. Who enter into this 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 uh, organization? They start off believing in the organization itself, right? They believe that it that it's doing something good, and then the people who are actually or 
experts in what their topic is in the organization either retire or they simply fade away. They, they, they leave the organization yeah. for whatever reason, and they leave these experts, these founders, leave their organization in the hands of trainees mm-hmm. who are not quite ready. And these trainees become get in charge, and then they hire more people to train them at a lower level than they were trained. And over generations, this is what you get. This is, you, you get the, the modern third-wave feminism that doesn't even understand what they're about, much less what reality is about. And that's just the best example that I have. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's a great example, because like even owning property was not legally protected for women. Right. So, yeah, I understand. I- fully comprehend why you would need a movement to change that right and yeah they they never call it a win and say okay we're done we have now acquired uh, legal and uh, rights equality between men and women instead that they want to continue the organization instead of the purpose of the organization so okay no we need even more for women like no, it's not an, uh, similarly uh, with with uh, the race issues. Mm-hmm. Like it's not enough that it is legally required that you treat races equally. No, now we need restoration. Yeah. We need you, this generation, to pay for the crimes of the previous generation against this group. Why? Because it keeps this organization in existence. And you know what's crazy about this is that um, it becomes like a um, like you know I, I forget what the term is, but essentially there's like an eternal. Feature feedback loop because um like if the feminists push so far such that men are now oppressed men are going to start organizing and start pushing back and being like no now our rights are being violated and they might overcorrect and then the women are like okay well now look at us now we're mm-hmm. actually in a precarious situation and then they fight back and that's and then, exactly and how then, and then everyone stays employed like i mean at least all of the evil people do and that's exactly how the the uh, duopoly of the two party system keeps going back and forth correct and yeah, you're absolutely right about uh, it, it does have that Dunning-Kruger effect where the people coming in don't even realize what the original purpose of the organization was. Well, it's because none of us are um, knowledgeable of history in any way, which I think that if um, if I could fix um, something and snap my fingers, I'd say that it would be to make people more knowledgeable of history. Um, because I think that if they were, most people would be anarchist. We learn from the past that people seldom learn from the past. <laughs> well, and the thing is, learning from the past, not only is the process difficult, but learning the actual lessons mean you have to change as a person. Yep. You yep. can no longer believe that voting will be sufficient mm-hmm. to fix this problem if you actually know that, hey, we tried that. Over and over again. You also know that constitutions don't uh, actually protect your rights. Right. And that's a, terrifying, that's a terrifying thing to learn. Mm-hmm. Crichton? Yeah, well, my actual question for you guys is, is what is your opinion about that, that perspective? Because I don't really actually have an argument for this opinion. Just, I believe it. And so I would like you to tear it down in an intellectual way. Am I doing something wrong in what I'm doing here? In my opinion. I mean, uh, I feel like you've explained it pretty well. You seem to 
uh, you know, have a grasp of the concept. You seem to be able to relay it in terms that at least I can, you know, understand. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I have failed in my mission to get a, a, a two-four. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, from I'll, last, last call. I'll tell you what. Call back in, and I'll do some thinking about this and see what I can do to at least give you a, a, a nice steel man devil's argument. Or well, devil's advocate on it. Today. Yeah, but, you know, next time, uh, like a week from oh, now, yeah. for example. Yeah, he's yeah. here every Saturday, yep. so just call next yep. week. Yeah. Hey, Cri- All right, it's scheduled. Crichton, thank right. you for the call. We'll talk to you then, man. Yeah, I I also uh, want to point out that um, one of the more interesting things about, uh, like, when you actually know something versus don't know something. So on those rare occasions that you... We'll we'll read like an article in a newspaper that's actually in your field. Yeah, I mean, is there a single example where they don't screw it all up? Because I got to tell you, every time that they go into something that I am really knowledgeable about, and there's this reporting on something in this subject, I'm like, wow, you guys have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, crypto and, especially, right? And here's the wild part, though: as soon as they move into a subject, I don't know about i just kind of assume they know what they're talking about right. yeah yeah well then i think that what i would suggest is you send it to somebody that you think is knowledgeable about that topic and then um listen to their feedback on it and they'll probably rip into it in the same way that you were ripping into it on a topic that you were knowledgeable about you know the thing about uh, crypto uh, particularly as new as it is right or or was i guess was that uh Anyone who was just sort of a fan of it in the beginning, you know, he read the white paper, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe you knew a guy who, you know, was maybe you mined a little yourself yeah, on yeah, your yeah. computer, that kind of thing. Like, that made you the expert. All of a sudden, you could be reporting on Bitcoin yeah. and be the foremost authority, so to speak, right, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. on, on the subject matter. Because, well, you did a thing with it. You, you had some and you could explain to other people what it was. And so, like, if you ever had a talent or a desire to be, like, you know, a reporter or, you know, to have a blog or a podcast or something about anything, right? Well, here's a subject that's so new that as long as you stay involved with the technology, right, you can make that a thing even though, you know, the equality, if you will, of knowledge is is shared only by the early adopters. Mm. Well, and I'd have a call to action to the listeners here then because if you listen to this show, you're probably already a part of the top tenth of of 1% (laughs) of people who understand crypto. Like, I'd say that 99.9% of people on this planet have no clue what it is and it's just magical internet money. And build on top of that understanding, like, you know, once you've once you have a wallet and by wallet, I mean a wallet that you actually own, not a wallet that's on an exchange, (laughs) because that's not a wallet. That is an account, a brokerage. You know, it's not your money. Um, Once you have a wallet, then build on that knowledge, like learn um, you know, maybe how to mine, like there's, there's some coins that let you mine on your uh, computer. And then on top of that, last night, actually, I learned how to set up a Bitcoin node. Um, yeah. And so that was, that was new for me. Nice. Uh, level up. Yeah. And so you could level up in that way. Um, and shoot, if you know how to code, which you know, it's becoming more and more increasingly relevant to learn how to do that, consider looking into a crypto project and applying your skills and doing that because, 
this is whether the evil people like it or not uh bitcoin and crypto is coming for their lunch yeah uh yeah yeah and uh, on part of the like you being like the top tenth of a percent of people in the world like when reuters goes ahead and says uh, the authorities seized bitcoin <laughs> like almost everyone thinks that's actually a thing that can right. ever happen right and we, because we know this well enough, will will dig into it yeah. and actually read the third paragraph right. where they say, oh, by seized it, we mean that it was voluntarily given to the police. Which is the only way you can get somebody's crypto if it's not on an exchange. 603-283-6160. Uh, and thank you to Crichton for his call. And the real McCoy. If you want to join us, dial 603-283-6160 or Free Talk Live. Hour number two is on the way. Don't go anywhere. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810-800-524-3810-800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer, can communicate information, and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. 